Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of What's Next. Uh, before we dive in, I want to take a minute to thank you all. Um, anybody who's been kind enough to like, you know, comment, share, or even subscribe to our podcast, it's really meant the world. Um, in the two weeks we've been live, we've seen incredible engagement. I think more than any of us could have imagined from filling out contact forms. We've had recommendations for interviews that we're trying to line up right now. Um, so we've, we've heard it all and we really appreciate it. Um, we're lucky enough to really have you guys. So I just will ask that you keep that momentum going. You know, we've got some awesome interviews lined up thanks to you all um, and getting more exposure, you know, in that first two weeks than I think any of us could imagine. Even seeping into the world outside of sports is huge. And I was uh, with a buddy last weekend who was saying the parallels and what you guys are doing in veterans getting out of combat is so similar so you know it's good to see that this message resonates more than i think that community that we originally identified um so with that you know we are on itunes now so you know please search find us if you go to what's next uh, with the question mark on itunes you'll find us Um, you can subscribe you'll get everything up to date Um, And then you're always welcome to reach out on our websites. We've got our social channels linked up at the bottom. And then if you fill out that contact form, you'll actually be signed up for our our monthly newsletter sends. Um, And you guys can ask us questions at any time. Uh, So with that, you know, more on this this week's episode of What's Next, we've got Haley Jones of jonesbars.com. So Haley, actually, they're providing a simpler organic nutritional bar, and she's out of New Jersey. Uh, So pretty cool concept. And she talks about the, you know, when we talk about barriers of entry, imagine going into an industry where, you know, the whole food aisle is lined with competitors, as Ant says in this podcast. So it's a pretty cool point. Uh, but they try to differentiate themselves. They pride themselves on having only five ingredients in their bars. They live by a motto of eat simple, uh, live simple. And I think they really you know, stick with that motto throughout, which is pretty cool. Uh, Haley's sport was field hockey and she played at Michigan. Uh, so a big school for that. Um, and then she talks about, you know, getting into the corporate world after school. She had an older brother that was trying to start this business and that calling of, you know, forming something with him, uh, just kept pulling her, pulling her until she left the corporate world. Uh, she talks about the grind, right? We all envision entrepreneurship as some glamorous, uh, world. And if you pop on Instagram and search entrepreneurship, you'll see a lot of faulty, you know, posts of, you know, everybody on their yachts and everything, but we, we really need to identify that grind and those hours that Haley talks about her putting in in the garage, you know, 10 hours to make 200 bars, you know, that's not the stuff that's posted on Instagram. So it's really a balance of patience and ambition. And that's a few times that this message has come up. So really listen for that. Uh, She talks about the dreading of finding a major. Uh, She was bouncing from major to major to major only to find out that it was really the networking and the personal skills that she developed during school uh, that really paid off. Um, so, So listen for that piece as well. Uh, so it's an awesome episode. I, I was, you know, I wasn't involved in it. Uh, I, I missed this one, but I think the guys really crushed it. And, um, you know, Haley was an awesome guest. So without any further ado, let's dive into this week's episode of What's Next. All right. What's up, everyone? We're on our next episode of What's Next here. We got Haley Jones in the house. Um, She's pretty much the brains behind Jones Bar, so like a local organic um, nutritional bar, I guess you'd call it, out of New Jersey. Uh, She's actually my friend from CrossFit, so for all you listeners, you can really network anywhere you want. Um, So Haley, just kind of introduce yourself and kind of chronologically take us through you, where you grew up, playing sports, college days, and then essentially present day at Jones Bar. Yeah, totally. 
Um, so pretty much we grew up all over. We sound like an army family, but we grew up with pizza. So we lived <laughs> on the West coast, lived in, uh, Maryland. And then Michigan is really where I started playing hockey, um, which was really cool. I ended up, and my parents moved back to New Jersey and I stayed there for school. Um, was fortunate, fortunate enough to stay and play field hockey with them, um, for five years actually. So I took that nice victory lap. Uh, <laughs> hang out for a little because you, you know what I was really committed to sports um, but it was totally worth it so yeah and then I ended up coming back to New Jersey right after I graduated um, I went straight into the corporate world took that gig and uh, ended up exiting that fairly quickly for an ops job and then um, ended up starting at Jones Bar so hopped around quite a bit but all of it definitely played a role and it's pretty cool now that we have such a big network, you know, pretty much all around the U S which is, you know, really beneficial for what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. So, so you just said, you just said you had a corporate job first and then you kind of got out of that quickly. So a lot of people in, in our age, I guess, or as you're getting out of school, you know, you want that guaranteed paycheck. Maybe you have like the comfort of the job and then it's a struggle for some, most people, I think to go and like start up, start your new or start your own company, you know, it's, it's a huge risk to take. So talk about some of the hesitations you may have had and how, like how you made that decision to go on your own. Totally. So my brother and I, um, we were both totally just like indebted to the corporate world. So pretty much it's great. You know, when you're getting that consistent paycheck, you got health insurance, there's, there's nothing bad about that. Uh, but sometimes the nine to five isn't for some people, you know, we couldn't go and sit at the desk for too long. We got really antsy. We wanted to be out and about living our lives, doing something. So we knew that we would definitely have to make a couple sacrifices, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, you got to invest a lot of money, which, you know, my brother really did the majority of that. So, you know, grateful to him. Um, and you just kind of have to take a little bit of a leap. So it was definitely scary, but, um, you know, definitely sacrificed a handful of dollars, but there's, you can't really put a price tag as cheesy as it sounds and cliche on like, your happiness and having some freedom and being able to just, you know, go out for a bike ride or, you know, go surf and then go get, you know, your work done. It's way more productive when uh, you're not constrained by certain hours, I feel. But that does work for some people. Just wasn't really for us. Taylor, can you just tell uh, the audience for those that don't know, just like if you had to explain Jones Bar to like Mm -hmm. a first grader, just like tell everyone who you are and what you guys do. Perfect. So uh, pretty much it's an organic fruit and nut bar. So it's as if you took a handful of dried fruits, nuts, and blended that all together and put it in the form of a bar. So we're pretty much, what we like to say is the simplest bar in the market that you're going to see on the shelf, um, just because there are only five ingredients in each bar that you can legit see, you know, and taste and pronounce all that good stuff. Everybody's got really good marketing campaigns, but um, I think for us personally, we definitely don't lie about what's in there. We list everything right on the front of the packaging. So you'll just see a Jones Bar logo and a list of five ingredients of what we have in there. So it's super, super simple. And we actually do small batches and hand roll them out. So that's really what's going to differentiate us from a lot of other brands. Um, most folks are just dumping everything into an extruder and it pretty mm-hmm. just makes a slab, makes a slab bar that is a little taffy like. Um, consistency is not really there for what we like. So we have made kind of a labor of love, but totally worth it. Um, 
so yeah, it's just a really, really simple on the go bar. Um, we cater to like a lot of moms, kids really like, um, and obviously like athletes. I mean, it ends up being my breakfast every day, whether I want it or not. (laughs) It's good. Just simple. Very cool. Very cool. So like you're, you're working for, you know, with your brother, you guys are killing it. Like when you were playing field hockey at Michigan, was this like a thought at all? Was it something you guys thought about in childhood? Like let's go into business together when we get older. Like how did it kind of come to the surface? Yeah, it's tricky. We, uh, Taylor and I always got along, which was really, really good. Um, even though he'd probably pick on me a lot, but, uh, so I'm a little bit more, I wouldn't say meticulous, um, of the pessimist of the situation. Taylor's the optimist essentially. So when we would talk about anything, you know, he would always be spit firing out things that he wanted to do. He always wanted to get out from the desk cause he was there before I was. So he was definitely ready to do something on his own. He didn't know what it'd be. Basically, he'd go out for a flight cause he worked in real estate and he'd come back with like 10 pages of ideas of things that he wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I kind of had no idea that we were going to be venturing out with this. I was so indebted to hockey that I just thought, all right, I got to go into coaching. Um, because this is what I do. This is what I know. I mean, I was a student athlete, so they say, but I athlete definitely came first. <laughs> that was a, that was a full-time job. So, um, Pretty much we just kind of would sit around and talk about things all the time until it was ready to sort of just take a leap and just say, yeah, screw it. Let's go for it and just do something. And how many employees do you have now? So there's five of us in total. Um, it's my brother and myself, and then we've got three guys in the shop that are really responsible for making a lot of the bars. So they, uh, they really work hard to get that done. So it's a super intimate group, and as mm-hmm. small as we can keep it, we really like to you know just keep it tight because – you know, we, we want to make more bars, we'll get more rolling tables. We don't want to try and change the process and bring in more machines or anything like that. We just want to keep it close-knit family, the Joneses. So the, the goal is truly to, to stay small and, like, hands-on. That Does that play into, like, the whole branding and marketing of, of what you guys do? Totally, yeah. So eat simple, live simple is kind of, like, two phrases that we incorporate a lot in our branding and, you know, on social media and whatnot, and that's really what we're going for so not to say that we're gonna as we grow we're gonna need more people especially on like the office side um we can't do it all right now so we're kind of trying to juggle a lot of things so we know we're gonna have to start getting some more people on but um as small as we can keep it and a little bit more intimate i think we can really utilize everybody to their full potential instead of just adding more positions to add them um you know i think people are capable of a lot more than what they think. So if we can really start to push them boundaries and have people impress themselves, you know, I think it's going to be really worthwhile and beneficial and like rewarding essentially. Mm-hmm. So we, I noticed that we, I was doing some research on the company and I noticed you have the one month, one day a month um, yeah. initiative. And I think that's a big thing now for most, especially startup companies having like a social responsibility aspect to their company. Talk to us a little more about, you know, what the purpose is there and what's driving that. Yeah. So we always knew we wanted some sort of, you know, giving back campaign. That's, you know, something that was instilled with us. We actually, what kind of got us going when we started is we won like vacation. We read start something that matters that Blake Mikowski wrote. The guy that loved that book. Tony and I, Tony and I were roommates and he read it and then he's like, dude, you have to read this book. You got to read it. It's so so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Sorry to interrupt, but it's honestly almost the framework for why we're do, like 
at least yeah. Kevin and I, like, why we started yeah. doing what's next. Like, so we read this book. I think I read it, then I gave it to him, and he read it. And, like, it was just like, wow, we need to just, like, capitalize on what everything this yeah. guy is saying. And actually, when we were making the website for, like, what's next and stuff, I put a quote from that book. Um, it's yeah. about, like, the whole, like, storytelling aspect of, like, you know, why people consume whatever they consume. And uh, mm -hmm. it's so funny that that just came full circle like that, but that's wild. Yeah, that was kind of uh, our influence too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a sweet book. Yeah, we, like, it was probably like 20, like 2010, 2011 or something like that. And we, I started reading it. Of course, he like stole it from me and I was like, great, mm -hmm. all right. And I get it back from him. And it's just like completely marked up. And every time we like kind of start about where we, like how we started going, he's like, we really should try and like write this guy like a thank you note or something. Yeah not be doing this um, <laughs> that's really sweet that you guys read that yeah. but uh yeah it was a, it was really really influential for us so obviously like one for one was a huge like mm -hmm. campaign and, and just like giving back structure so we obviously we toyed with like trying to do that with bars for the longest time we're like this is incredibly complicated because we're not directly we're like engaging with the consumer all the time of course we will ship out bars directly but it's a little bit different. So we needed to find a different way to engage and give back and just kind of get face to face with the people that are in the communities that we're, you know, selling in, um, mm -hmm. and the people that are like eating our bars essentially. So one day a month, my, uh, my brother and one of his buddies like ended up coming with them, coming up with them. They were in college and it's really, it's as simple as it sounds, you know, we just want to get people to start opening their eyes a little bit and at least one day a month, just do something that's getting back to, the community, it's like as simple as holding a door essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, so what we're going to try and do, which we'll probably have coming up either this month or the next month, you know, we're going to just start with like simple beach cleanups. So, you know, like we're right here next to a million beaches that need a little bit of TLC. So mm -hmm. it's really just to get some people engaged and a little bit more conscious of what they're, you know, doing. So we're excited to really roll that out and be a little bit more active with it. I love it. Yeah, it's, it should be fun. We're excited. I can vouch for uh, for Jones Bar doing that because in March they came to my school for uh, our health and wellness fair and set up set up shop and gave out free samples. So Haley's not lying. <laughs> Thanks. I really appreciate it. They they would sense the lies in my voice. <laughs> um, so Haley, so what, so just going back to you, your your student athlete days. What was your major in college again? Remind everyone. Communications. Yeah. So it was okay. So what? So it's a different route now. So now you're in the business world. And so, so I guess what are some of the, I would say, what are some of the business takeaways or the key takeaways you've had from switching not only, you know, from the corporate life to um, your own company, but also from a communications major to a business mm -hmm. major, let's call it a business major now. Like what are some of the key takeaways um, yeah. with that transition? Um, I will start off with whether this is good or bad. Not one person has like ever asked me like for my degree or like what I really did. Yeah. <laughs> um, luckily that's because like I went into business, which is sweet. So yeah, yeah I, I did communication. That's honestly really important. Sorry, I interrupted again, but what? I think that's honestly really important. Like yeah, no no one's asked. Like that's so far removed. Like just like the the paper like text of what your major is and the school of whatever. Like mm -hmm. if you're doing something and it's like working, like what does that essentially matter at that point, you know? Right. Yeah, like, I think what I took out of it, cause I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I switched majors like 10 times, like 
I should be embarrassed to say anything. I'm like, one week I want to be a computer science, next week it's math. Like, who knew? So <laughs> I settled with communications, and pretty much I knew that I wasn't going to go into, like, newspaper or radio or anything like that. Like, I knew I wanted to do something with business. So pretty much I tried to take as many business school classes that crossed over that I could get into um, as possible. So anything that was super practical and um, just useful and like every day, that's really what I went for. And I didn't know how I was going to apply it yet, but um, that's, that's really what I tried to do. So communications. Yeah. Like it was, it was super random, I guess. And people are always like, Oh yeah, you're in advertising and marketing then. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> not in that in any way. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I was, a, I was fortunate enough, you know, via like networking and just like relationships with family and not whatnot to get the job in development that I had. And really I think everything I learned with hockey and like with athletics and sports, it was really just, you know, simple things like, you know, time management and just relationships and working with people and managing people and just kind of working hard. Our coach was really adamant on emphasizing that like every day we would leave practice. She was like, you're working so much harder, not necessarily, but then a lot of people like, you know, really cherish that and utilize the struggle that you're going through right now Mm -hmm. and apply it. So I think that's what resonated with me. I was like, all right, it doesn't matter what I'm learning right now. I just need to like bust my butt and try hard so I can, you know, go to work with that same mentality, whatever it may be. I think that kind of, that's kind of been like a huge resonating point, like not necessarily like the intricacies of everyone's specific sport, but just kind of like the overarching umbrella things that you mm-hmm. learn from being at a competitive level, managing your grades, time, like you said, time management, working with people you don't like, you know, fighting for playing time, <laughs> like stuff like that. Like it just comes in handy. Um, so yeah. that, that seems to be kind of like thematic when we talk to uh, some of the other former college athletes that have been kind of in this, I'd say like age bracket of try, like starting and trying new things. Um, so, which is cool because everyone essentially is equipped with those things. You know, if you went through the process, you kind of, it's in your toolbox to use, right? For sure. So, um, I guess essentially it wasn't, it's not all roses, right? Like over at Jones Bar, (laughs) what what were some of the kind of like sticky points or kind of like either on a personal level, like your transitions, like from corporate world (laughs) to, you know, startup life or as a company, like what was like an oh crap moment or a couple right. of crap moments. Like we hear, like, sorry to interrupt, but we hear stories all the time of someone has these great ideas and they go for a couple of months and then it's like, oh, like you lose steam and, or something doesn't happen. And you know what, like, like what kept you going? Yeah. I mean, not wanting to go sit behind a desk again is really what kept me going. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's, it's definitely a little, it's fast paced you know, being in a startup, but at the same time, it's really slow. So it took almost three years for Taylor to get like the final packaging all together and ready to go. So he's super, super meticulous. So he wasn't going to put out anything that he wasn't like, "Mm, this is okay. Like we can probably sell it enough. People like know us, they'll buy it, whatever. Um, that was definitely not the goal. So it took, yeah, probably three years. I think 2012 is when he finally launched that or got like we started really working on it um and pretty much we were running like a sweatshop operation out of his house like i was still in school so i would come home for summer and whatnot and we would pretty much be up to like 3 a.m wrapping these little bars that he was like the only one rolling them out and um cutting them up and we would just like 
wrap them up in wax paper. He'd handwrite on each one, you know, Jones bar, flavor, and maybe pack them up in mason jars and sell them to people like at the office. So that, there was nothing fun about that. It was cool when people were like, oh, these are, these, you know, taste really good. We want to get more. But when it took like 10 hours to make 200 bars or something like that, ridiculous, we were, I mean, I know he more so than myself, he was like pulling his hair out to being like, why are we doing this? Because it is easy just to go to the established company and be like, all right, like, let me sit here, let me do my work at five o'clock, wipe my hands of it, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of tricky, there were a lot of hurdles in the beginning with that stuff. Um, and then once he started really just being like, all right, I got to get out, we got to make the packaging right, we got to just get our branding and image going. Um, that's what kind of kept us going. I think that once that each step comes in, you kind of relight the fire and you're like, all right, I can, I can go a little bit longer. You can keep doing this. So there's always different hurdles that you get over and then you kind of just keep, keep hitting these checkpoints to refresh a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's kind but, of like, uh, what people would call like the, the grind part, right? Like the unseen, unheard of like labor that kind of got you into the, uh, I guess to where you, where you guys are today, but it's not, you know, I guess when like, when you're listening to other people talk about what they do and where they got to, uh, how they did it, I feel like you kind of like search for, for the, to get to the final point without actually like, like working and messing around in that, those beginning stages that are just like ruthless and kind of like terrible sometimes. But then you just hear like the, the end part and it's like inspirational and motivational and you're like, Oh, like let me get to that point. But like that, that kind of just like your brother literally writing on a packaging, yeah, like on a bar with wax paper. Like that's like actually incredible. Like to look at your product now and be like, it started with like, he was writing with Sharpie marker essentially like on a bar that he just made like 10 minutes ago. That was exactly it. We look, we looked like we were running some sort of drug operation. (laughs) We're like close the blinds. It was really like blasting music, so it was a bonding experience to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too mad when I would like would leave for school and he'd be calling me and like, yeah, we just made some bars, Michael. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> people are gonna love them though. I want to know more about these bars because, like, so if I'm standing in the grocery store, yeah, you know, and I'm looking at, I'm just gonna name off the name brands that I'm used to, right? The Cliff Bars, the RX Bars, you know, the Lara Bars. What what about this bar? What different? What sets you apart from the others? Yeah, it's it's you Wait, probably let me, back, think we're let, me backtrack, let me backtrack real quick. Sorry, Kev. In uh, where you are, like right now in Massachusetts, like you yeah. or Connecticut, when you go home, like are they on shelves there? Animal where? Foods and stuff? No, I don't see them. No, okay. I don't. Um, I mean, I shop at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, and I see you know I usually buy the, the RX bars or Cliff bars. Okay, right I now. wasn't sure. Uh, I wasn't sure how far. You guys had to expand it at this point. Yeah, so we're pretty much focused right now in Monmouth and Ocean County, as far north as Gloucester. Um, so now the next big move is growth. So we've got a couple things to do before we really hit the ground running and work with some folks to expand our footprint, um, which I'll explain to you for sure in a sec. But uh, getting back to you at the grocery store, um, it's definitely kind of like a silly move to come out with a bar probably when you see a shelf full of like 50 different types. Um, so it's hard to make a difference. Like the aisle is labeled like bar, like nutritional oh. bar. Like it takes up the whole aisle. 
Right. I, I skip it half the time. Like I can't go down there. I'm gonna like I'm gonna get like scared. I'm gonna start grabbing fifty things. And I'm gonna leave with like three hundred dollars worth of energy <laughs> that I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's definitely tricky. So I think for us, you know, there's different steps in the process. So like you know, we definitely use the packaging simplicity as a you know a way to catch some people's eye if they don't already know who we are. Um, mm-hmm. And then really, what differentiates us once you get to the actual product. I mentioned before that we're hand rolling in super small batches. So we make 200 bars at a time um, and mix those up. And then we actually split it up and hand roll at with uh, 50 at a time. And right now we're currently hand packaging each bar. So it's, yeah. it's, that's the bottleneck. So we're, we're going to get a package machine to do that part. We don't right. want to automate the rolling out um, just because it creates a way better textured bar that, you know, we prefer. Um, we kind of, like, and no offense to the other bars. I, I grab ones, other ones all the time, but we kind of, those taffier like slab bars, we mm-hmm. kind of relate them to like the, uh, like a protein shake kind of thing. Like you don't really like it, but you know, you kind of like either need it or like, you're just kind of desperate. So you're like, no, I got to finish it. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. So like I'll grab a bar all the time be like, I don't really like this, <laughs> but I'm going to keep, I'm just, I got to finish it. Yeah. Um, but I do it all the time, whether it's a Joe, like Jones bar, go macro, like whatever. So I think that's what kind of sets us apart is it's an enjoyable bar and I might be a little bit biased, but, uh, you know, we really like it. So now it's, we've got three flavors now and we definitely, we've got two more flavors coming out shortly, hopefully. And then, you know, we'll expand to protein and, you know, it definitely isn't the last of what we're going to be putting out, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you have plans to expand into different regions gradually, right? So you're going to hopefully eventually come to Boston to me so yeah, I can have sure. it. <laughs> we're, we're in the airport in Boston, I believe. Yeah? Oh, really? um, so uh-huh. you should go catch a flight. Check it out. Yeah, actually next month I'll be <laughs> in there. actually take I'll a take cab to Logan Airport just to get a Jones bar? Yeah, right. <laughs> I bought a ticket and it was a really good use of a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we, we're, we're definitely going to expand outside. Um, we think it's going to be a little bit easier when we have – probably five flavors on the shelf just so it can catch people's eyes a little bit more. So that's what I was saying. So we, you know, we're going to do a little couple tweaks to the packaging. Um, we want to make what's already a really simple branded package, um, even simpler, hopefully, uh, clean it up with like the colors and whatnot and, um, you know, get the whole cohesive group together. And then, um, once we have those all set up, that's going to probably be when we'll really hit the ground running and, you know, just start, expanding in a logical manner. So that's the thing. We don't want to just like pop up on every single shelf overnight and, you know, go with a distributor or something like that, just because there isn't really anything supporting it. That's our, that's our big thing is how do we support it? How do we get bars to sell? Mm-hmm. You can get them on the shelf once. Great. But if you can't get them to reorder or people to buy them, then you're just kind of shooting yourself in the foot a little bit. So it's tricky. I'm going with that. Is that kind of uh, are those kind of the next steps for Jones bars for you guys? Like the added flavors and that kind of expansion? Yeah, for sure. The next like few months are going to be really big for us, just because you know once you get a good product going, it's it's great. But now you're starting to think of okay, how can we improve? How do we you know grow and everything like that? So for where we're at with such a local based community, we've got so much support, which allowed us to you know expand to where we're at right now and here. Um, so now we have to think of different ways on how we support the business. So, you know, that's with demos, that's with, you know, strategic marketing, 
and then obviously just supplying them with more flavors. I'd be more, way more likely to pick up, you know, five different flavors of a bar, um, versus three most likely, especially mm-hmm. get my eyes around the shelf. So once we get some packaging tweaks and all of that fun stuff, then we'll, we'll really be focusing. Growth's going to be like the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Some more bars. It's exciting. <laughs> that sounds yeah. awesome. So let's, uh, we're going to hop into like the home stretch here. So cool. if you, uh, if you're kind of like talking to a college junior, college senior, who was kind of like all of us, uh, the title is student athlete, but we all really know it's athlete student kind of stuck in their major exploring a bunch of options about what they want to do in their life. And, you know, you've got a chance to talk to them for a little while. What, you know, what are some keys that you're, that you're going to say to them, some take home messages to try and get them to kind of jump started and motivated? Yeah. I mean, it's tricky because there's so much stuff. Um, I mean, hopefully I could be an example to show you that if you're stuck in a major that you're a little unsure about, you do not have to go in that path. I think a lot of where I've, where I've gotten to where I am right now is just, you know, it's so relationship driven, mm-hmm. um, that I was really, I would, I would really tell anybody that it's really, really beneficial to keep the, any relationship that you have alive and like, you know, foster it, just use it and really take advantage a little bit just because it can, you never know what door is going to open for you. So, um, like personally or like within Jones bar, like networking or for you, for your own growth personally in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what got, like, I think that's what helped me. And I think that's what's helping like a lot of, you know, my other, my old teammates, you know, some, most of them were doing majors. Everybody was just kind of like looking at themselves their last year being like, what am I going to (laughs) do? You know, so some people took the route of just applying like out the wazoo and some others were just like, all right, let me see who I know and what I can do about it and get a foot in the door a little bit. Um, cause it might not be, you might not grab your final career, your first job, but you might get in with like a sweet company mm-hmm. and, you know, use your work ethic to get yourself up there. Um, so I think that's always a big one. And I think when it comes to like what we're doing, it's just, you know, be patient and meticulous. That's. I think what's kind of helping us, you know, from Jones Bar, and I think um, it helped me when I was making the plunge essentially to come over here is that, you know, I was patient to make sure that the timing was right, just because it's a scary and daunting thing. You're always going to have the opportunity to do it essentially. That's kind of mm-hmm. like a like a cool dilemma that, we, that we've come across is like this idea of like being patient and also being ambitious, like simultaneously. Yeah. It's almost like... You can't explain it in a tangible way, but like when you reflect on it after, it kind of just like happens. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I guess we're trying to also like explore explore that contradiction um, to try and better help people too. You know? Yeah, no, I hear you. It's I, I kind of thought about that earlier when I was reading these questions. It's like it's tricky because I Taylor was like recruiting me since day one when I was in, still in school to come and do this with him, and I was like, yeah, man, like we've got to be as fun as it would be. Cause he's like, we'll go surfing in the morning and then we'll like make some bars <laughs> and go out surfing again. I'm like, okay, that sounds real peachy, but there's a time <laughs> where we kind of both need to get paid a little bit. Like, right. <laughs> so there was, there's countless hours of conversation going back and forth about, all right, like, you know, quit the job, come and do this. Like, let's really, let's really make this like a reality and make it happen. Um, and then we would, come down from that high a little bit and say, okay, well, maybe we got to wait a second longer. So that's the tricky part. And then finally, I think 
something just flipped and it was time to go. You know, we, we had some momentum a little bit and I was like, all right, we got to get, get moving. So it's, there's always some sort of uncertainty when you take the plunge, but at the same time, you know, you got to just be a little bit strategic with it. Mm -hmm. It's there's no, there's no good answer. I could talk in circles about it for like an hour probably. (laughs) I love it. Um, so Haley, how can we help you? How can we help you personally? How can we help Jones bar Uh, here? What's next? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, I mean, I'm already graduated and working, but I want to hear everybody that you're talking to because I think it's super, super interesting to get Mm -hmm. different perspectives. You know, like we all read Blake's book. It's right. That's a huge thing. So I, I, I'm learning that a lot of people want to share and I think I just want to listen. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I hear you guys are talking to, you know, get connected with whoever these folks are and, you know, hear some good stories and take some gold nuggets a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of our, our goals, not only to appeal to the current college athlete, but to appeal to everyone in our position now, you know, not everyone, like we still don't know what we're doing. We still want to know what's next. Like we, (laughs) so like, I'm always like, yeah, there's a reason why we listen to like the Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast or like the Lewis House School of Greatness podcast, because, you know, we're trying to get better. So that's kind of of like a cool thing that I feel like has surfaced is like, not just appealing to like a college athlete, but also like a business professional or working professional in their career, wanting to kind of like learn and expand and be um, exposed to other people in different fields that they could just kind of like tune in to one of our episodes or like go on one of our social media uh, sites and just like listen to a clip. Like that kind of was something that uh, I guess we didn't think of was going to be like a big play in the beginning. And like now it's kind of like, it's kind of come to the surface a little bit, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like we have got, we've got a lot of people since we grew up in like the food industry, like, you know, to apply it to what we're doing. Um, we have so many like family members and, you know, just like friends that want to, that have like a lot of experience and you'd think that they would like keep that all close to their chest, but you give them a call and they just kind of like open the floodgates and just throw it at you. So right. I think what, ne- what's next is really sweet and I'll definitely be, tuning in and listening. <laughs> um, that's great. How can our listeners get in touch with you, like on social media or contact you through, through yeah, Jones Bar? Yeah, lots of ways. Yeah, so they can always go to the website. We've got like a contact us tab up there. They can email me, Haley at jonesbar.com. Um, social media, I think my handle is Haley Jones Bar for Instagram, so it's super simple. <laughs> <laughs> um, really just search for Jones Bar and you'll find somebody that is related to it. Someone, so yeah, yeah, we're definitely Great. open books. And there's one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next for you and what's next for Jones Bar? It's uh, a trick one. Um, for me, I mean, I just want to explore everything that we can. Jones Bar is definitely not going to stop with bars. Uh, that's for sure. So we want to really hit a home run with this and Taylor and I are not content. You know, we want to do pop-up kitchens. We want to do something. He was talking about beach chairs the other day. So who knows? Um, but either way, we've got a lot of things to expand on. And I think I definitely want to keep honing my skills and, you know, being challenged. So I don't think we're both going to be challenged just selling a couple bars. Um, not to say that that's not enough, but so I don't know. There's definitely more to come, but it's, it's definitely hard to, to answer that one. That's for sure. Well, we can't wait to see what comes up. Hopefully 
I'll go to the Whole Foods soon enough and grab a yeah, couple exactly. of Jones bars. Yeah, when you guys when you guys come visit me, uh, when you guys come visit me in August, we'll uh, just be on a strict Jones bar diet. All right, that's perfect. Throw <laughs> you some new flavors just so you guys don't get bored or anything. <laughs> All right, Haley. Well, we want to thank you so much for being on today. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Everyone who's listening, go check her out uh, online. Go to the website. Go to your local grocery store. <laughs> find your Jones bar check it out on Instagram um, it's really really exciting stuff and we want to thank you so much for being on with us um, everyone who's listening stay tuned Neil's going to have a little wrap up summary and we hope to have another interview coming up shortly so there you have it guys um, awesome interview I liked when she compared the initial stages of Jones bars to running a drug operation so that point I was trying to make earlier if there is any glamour in the early stage of entrepreneurship you know we, we didn't see it here um, it's just true hard work networking and really building out something you're passionate about um, uh, the, another cool part was that line that she had um, that nobody's asked her what her major is. So it's not really to devalue a major, uh, but it really does show the importance in developing interpersonal skills and networking and networking effectively. That's another piece, you know, Kevin Tarka in our last interview honed in on. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, there's a deeper dive in our show notes. Um, and then if you pop over to our actual website, you'll see the actual blog. Uh, on this post so you'll see more links uh, relevant articles things we'd like to share and then we also link over to her website she mentioned it you know the next few months are really going to be big for them new flavors coming out so anything we'd want to do as a community to help her out uh, we'd really like to they got an awesome mission and uh, product out there so it's on us to really share it Uh, so until next week guys we're signing out have a great one Um, share it you know some blogs coming this week Um, and then a really good interview lined up for next week um, with an ex-Virginia lacrosse national champion uh, who's starting something pretty cool in, in, um, in New York City and, and beyond. So we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much.